1: Are you serious? Hello, welcome to How To Kill an Hour. My name's Marcus Bronzy. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Before we kick off today's show, I want to show you some love back because uh, we've been getting some great support on social media this week, including the Twitter crew. Hello to Dami, Liz Jarvis, who really liked our Ford video. Uh, we've actually been making some great video content to go alongside our podcast. Very different to the podcast as well. We're not, we're not just filming the podcast and putting it out there. We've got some very interesting ways that we're killing time, including taking Ford cars and driving them in some extreme situations. Some of them icy, some of them sand Juni is what I'm going to say. But uh, yeah, you can check more of those at HowToKillAnHour.com. Hello to Wayne as well. Also loving our videos. Marcel, Angie Lamar, who is Travis J's mum, who was a guest on last week's show. And on last week's show, Travis spoke about one of the most emotional parts of his career being sharing a stage with Dave Chappelle on an impromptu gig. Now, he's managed to level up and open for Dave Chappelle. So it's really worth having a listen to last week's episode to hear him describing his experience of meeting Dave Chappelle and how it kind of propelled him into the environment that he's in now. So that's last week's show. Make sure you check that out. What episode number is is that, Billy? Is last week's show? 327. 327. Check that out. Uh, also be getting love on the podcast app. And I'd really appreciate it if you could press like and subscribe and drop us a review on the Apple podcast app because it helps us to get to more ears. Shout out to Sophie Chang, who said she loves the podcast and chats as well as the tech side of things. Marcus and Funk are the best. Keep up the great work, guys. Uh, Thank you very much. Appreciate that, man. So, yeah, press subscribe and give us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. We'd really appreciate that. Now, before we kick off today's show, we are joined by a comedian, a prank star, uh, somebody who really likes to make an impact with the content they create, Simon Brodkin. We're going to be talking to him in just a moment. But first things first, let's talk about how we've been killing a bit of time billy and i have been up to some things between this episode and the one that dropped last week and uh let's get through them first things first Bill. we've been on electric bikes on the Volt bikes uh they dropped us them uh, them like a couple of weeks just before we did the ford video actually which is why we couldn't speak to them, speak about them until now uh so electric bikes now we've seen a lot of electric vehicles out there right and it's fair to say on the forefront of this electric vehicle Hype, shall we say, there's some quirky devices. There's like electric skateboards and scooters, isn't it, Bill? Yes. But people that have been making electric vehicles for a lot longer are people like Volt, who've been making electric bikes for 10 years now. So when they dropped us off a couple of Volt bikes, they came to us with a chat saying, these are the best electric bikes out there. And I was like, all right, everyone says that. But we actually managed to check out a couple of bikes. So I'd like to share my experience with the Vault, And you got, you had a slightly different model, didn't you, Bill? Yeah. Um Now, because they've been making these for 10 years, I'll, I'll, they've got some very specific tech. I'll, I'll just get through them and let you know what they do, how they're different to different electric bikes. So they've got a Spintech drive system, right, which basically, to put it basically, is it kicks in when you need a boost. But if you're going fast enough on your bike, Turns off. So if you're going downhill, there's no need for an electric motor. If you're going uphill, there is need for an electric motor. So it conserves energy, right? Uh, And each of the bikes comes with a 250 watt SpinTech motor, which means there's no resistance as you switch between these these non-assisted and assisted riding modes. So I don't put if if I'm slowly going up an incline, the motor slowly kicks in, so it feels like I'm just pedaling the same. Um, I will say with these Volt bikes though. You do have to pedal. You can't just not pedal and just press go on them. It's yeah. not a motorbike. Yeah, it's not a motorbike. It's not like... Uh, they've got an LCD heads-up display, which lets you know where, how fast the bike is going, how the battery is doing, what speed mode you're in. Also, uh, you can hold a button on them and turn on some lights, which are good if you're in the UK and you're riding in the winter. Uh, probably not so necessary in the summer, but there's a lot of night riders out there. Um, and it's got 96 volts of Panasonic power. Something I don't know. It's like I think you can like do a hundred iPhone battery charges on it or something like that. It's ridiculous. Um, if it was an iPhone charger, um, but yeah, it's really intelligent. It distributes speed as you need it, and it stops distributing it if you don't need it. Sounds cool, but what was our experience, Billy? You had the Metro. What was the difference between the Metro and the one that I had? Like uh,
2: My one was like a folding type one. Yeah, look,
1: uh, Brompton-y. Brompton type
2: bike, and your one was more of like a mountain bike type one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was quick. Um, it was pretty easy to go to like 20, 25 miles an hour. But so I'd advise wearing a helmet when doing this. Always um, safety first. It didn't feel like 25 miles an hour, but if I hit a wall or I hit a brick and then I fell over... I would feel, to, I would feel it to be honest, <laughs> like a normal bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, on a normal bike, you—I don't think you'd be able to get up to twenty-five miles an hour,
1: ten, fifteen mile an hour, maybe. Legs like yours, Billy. Surely you could power up to a good thirty-five miles an hour on those. Thirty-five miles an hour, taking peds over. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, mm. the
2: brakes were, the brakes were solid. I didn't, I didn't feel as if I was, if I was in a touch brake, I didn't feel as if can, it could suddenly stop me. It stopped yeah. me in a safe, in a safe manner. It wasn't, it wasn't too powerful, but they weren't too soft either.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the bi- the ride for it was pretty cool. It's a good bike, yeah? But because yours was like a Brompton style, the easiest way to describe what a Brompton is, in case you're not aware, is like a foldable bike. So with a Brompton, it's all about it being super light. People take bits off their Bromptons, exchange them for like aluminium carbon fibre parts, all in aid of making their Brompton something that they can carry. Now, your Volt Metro, even though it was Brompton in foldability, and, and folding it was quite easy, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. How was it? Was it something that you could carry along, or how could you transport around? Could you wheel it around? I mean, it was still a bit hefty for what it was, to be yeah. honest. But um, to
2: transporting it was easy. You could just fold it up, and there's like a little bit of elastic you, could, you can connect around. It's a bit hard to describe without actually seeing it, but you can fold it up and then connect a bit of elastic somewhere and then drag it rather than carrying it. I mean, if you have to go down some stairs in a uh, in like a uh, train station, you'd be able to do that. Okay, carrying it any further than that. You'd, you'd want to put it down okay. it is, is heavy because you've got the big motor on it and the big um,
1: battery so you wouldn't recommend like carrying it but you can wheel it is it kind of like a wheelbarrow kind of thing but you're pulling it yeah it? and the or wheel, pu- or, so the pushing wheel it, yeah. or push it so the so the wheel can bear the weight and you kind of just have to steer it around kind of yeah. like a trolley like a like a unicycle is it like that like you're pushing a unicycle kind around it, yeah. yeah one wheel all right cool so not the be- not the best to carry but if you can wheel it around i guess you don't really have to lift it It's Mm. not the sort of thing you can pick up and put on an overhead rack. It's not recommended. No, no, I would not do that. No, that is, it would be heavy. All right, wicked. Well, it's got some specs, actually. It's got eight gear settings, 16-inch aluminium frame, weighs 18 kilograms. That's actually not bad, though, 18 kilograms. For
2: an electric bike, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's good, but as I say.
1: Yeah, okay, and you can get a a larger battery size as well if you want to go a bit further on it. Did you find that it helped or hindered your experience traveling, though?
2: It was, it was a lot quicker to get to get around places, I will admit that, yeah. So you'd say it's,
1: it's suitable, because I feel like they've designed this foldable one so that you can ride to the tube station, take it on the tube or the train, and then ride to where you need to get to whatever mm-hmm. side. Did it achieve that? Was it less stress?
2: Definitely, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather just want to cycle to the destination, to be honest. Do I just
1: go all the way on your bike? Yeah, why not? Fair enough. I mean, that's I had the Pulse, which was like the mountain bike version, so... I think it had uh, 40 miles of power and it's got a large battery, which can give you 60 miles an hour if you want to upgrade to that. Uh, I don't know which one I had, um, but because I didn't really think I needed to, to use it that much. But I'd, I'd, I'll tell you what, I didn't think I was going to use it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But I realized that we could get I could get into central London slightly quicker than I could if I was to take the train. No joke. It's only like a couple of minutes, but add that up over a week. Yeah, two well, two minutes times fifty two, or let's say yeah, 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 that's an hour and a good hour and 45, something minutes. It's mm. not bad for right a year. But um, I found it easy to just kind of like know that if I know I can get somewhere, and this was that rushing by just cycling there in twenty minutes during the summer, that's going to be my choice, bro. Because getting on a sweaty tube is not the one. Plus, I kind of clocked like. I like cycling. and I like the fitness aspect of it. And I understand that this doesn't, this takes the fitness aspect of it out, but I'd much rather just cruise into work, feeling fresh and not sweating like a pig on a summer's day. And then if I needed to cycle a bit on the way home, I don't know, turn it into a lower power mode and give myself a bit of a challenge to cycle it around. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I realized how nice it was to just zing along a bit of the canal or ride along, like a, you know, a few roads and stuff, and just get into the get into West London and just be fresh, bro. And because you because I cycle, I'm not the biggest cycler, right? So cycling, I didn't realize that like there's loads of little bays you can lock up your bike as well. So mm. it's, it's like there's just like next to a cafe, lock it up here and there, and it comes with a lock as well. That's we did that get a lock that's built in with it that locks the wheel. Uh, it comes it's, it's like a really high well, grade yeah. chain as well. They, I don't know how the leveling system works, but it was like a high grade, like. Top, like You can insure your bike and this would be the kind of lock that you need to yeah. ensure that you have a freedom thick, insurance. Yeah, th- thick chain. With three C's. I <laughs> thick with three C's. I don't know what kind of websites Millie's on out here. Oh. You know what I mean? But, um, and also, it looked like a bike, bruv. And by the way, guys, I just want to say to clarify, we've not been paid for this. This was just an editorial review. Um, it looked like a bike as well. So when I parked it outside a cab with like loads of bikes, it didn't look like, oh, hey, please. I'm an electric bike that's worth two grand. Come and nick me. Which is the price point of these, right? Um, Well, it can be up to. Actually, let me get the updated price point. Let's go and have a little lookie now, because. Because do, 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 do. that's quite worthwhile, isn't it? Because I, I can't remember what your one cost. Uh, Do you know the prices, Bill? Off the top? Not off Here the top of go. the dome. Not off the dome. Do, 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 do. So, the full range. So, Billy was on a Metro 2019. And I was on a pulse, I believe I was on a pulse X, which if you like UK gram was a sick tune. So it starts off at fourteen hundred quid and mine starts off at, at two grand. So I know some people would be like that's pricey, but if it means that you do not have to travel for a year by a train, you can make money back very, very quickly. Do you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Especially when you get a forty mile charge on it as well. So those are the volt bikes. In summary, Bill, I mean, is it was, was it worth an hour?
2: definitely yeah
1: (laughs) was it worth it? i feel like it was well worth it it saves a bit of time if i was somebody who commuted a lot i'd seriously consider cycling in every day knowing that i couldn't knowing that i wouldn't be sweaty because i don't know about you but like london transport or, or public transport is only getting busier right now and during these hot summer months if you're on the wrong line during rush hour like central line during rush hour that's like hell Bruh, it's just people faint, people pass out on the tube. You know? Yeah, it's mad. So I'd rather just cruise somewhere uh, in the sun, not having to cycle. Plus, it was sick taking over cyclists because it's got this little like um, it's like a it's a it's a little lever you can press to take off. Did you have that on yours as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then as well as taking off, it gives you a little kick when you're cycling as well. So I, I saw some like professional cyclists and all their in all their um gear, all their lycra and stuff, and I was like just cruising past them, like. <sighs> And they were like heads down, looking at me like, "How is this guy cutting mad speed?" Uh, but anyway, so those are the vault bikes. Uh, you can check those in the link to the show description in the, the link in the description for the show. Uh, and we're also going to have links for all the other stuff we're talking about. Now, I love John Wick three, so I don't want to go on about this too much, Billy. But the guys from Lionsgate UK sent me on a John Wick driving experience. Paul Swift is a sick driver. He does loads of stunt driving. Uh, And they invited us down to sit in the Mustang Bullet, which is an amazing GT car uh, from from Ford. It's like a classic design being remastered for 2019. It's also features in the John Wick films. So basically, Paul Swift drove us around doing mad burnouts, sick video, had a sick time. I want to drive the Mustang Bullet is all I'm saying, Bill. I want to drive that car, but I'm going to put it out there in the ether. I want to drive that car um, so yeah you can check that bit of content um, and also John Wickman I don't want to have to go on about how much I love it if you ain't seen it yet go see it Nick Bright was speaking to me the other day He's told me he was about to go and see it I need to find out what his experience with that, with that was um, speaking of speed a geezer so the Sonic the Hedgehog we've not spoken about this on the show so the Sonic the Hedgehog film uh, we, they dropped the trailer for it recently and a lot of people were very pissed off because Sonic in the trailer looked remarkably different to the Sonic that many are used to since the original Teeth-teeth. game dropped. They gave him teeth, which were really human looking. They made his eyes look more realistic. Um, they gave him fur that looked really hair-like. They kind of un- unwittingly have made him look like a horror movie creature. He looks like something that could like this summer. For lack of a better term. They, they, fucked fucked him it up. they fucked him up. Yeah, they <laughs> fucked him up royally. Uh, so, uh, a geezer basically by himself. I mean, get, get his, let's big up his YouTube because this geezer is a G. You're going to hear a bit of the trailer. Uh, this geezer, uh, he, he, he's proper, Does man. He's not. proper. He's proper. Let's get his, let's get his stuff He's called Arta Balanov. Yeah. Now, this has had like 11 million hits, this video. He's basically taken the trailer offline, he's ripped it down, and he's put in. A more cartoon-looking Sonic. Now, he's a solo artist who's done this, and he's managed. Have you you've seen the remake trailer, haven't you, Billy? Yeah. They've managed. To, he's. It's not the perfect Sonic, is it? It's not amazing, but by himself, it's a hell of a lot better than. Yeah. Yeah. How can he put? He's like managed to 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 scrub the old Sonic out and then put his own CGI version in, and it looks bloody good. So this. Not as a response to this, but you know the, the Sonic film's been delayed now because of the backlash. Yeah, 2020. Well,
2: now there's a, there's a bar that's been set. If they don't meet the bars that yeah. Art has done and there's some other people online that have done their own one, if they don't do it as good as them, yeah, you might as well just can that movie. So.
1: Well, they need to hire Arta. Don't you think he should get hired? I'd hire him. Yeah. Bruv, he's a geezer. He's, sign he's, him up. Sign him up, man. He's, he's, if he can do that by himself in a couple of weeks since the trailer dropped, they need to hire him he could do the whole freaking film, bruv. Yeah. Give him a team, give him a give him one of those new MacBook the Mac Pros. Jeez, Bill. Can we just touch on that real quick though? Behemoths. Behemoth. Um there was the did you what you watched the Mac announcement yesterday, didn't you? I didn't
2: watch it, but okay. I, I I read up I read up on it.
1: Uh one of the there's there's loads to go on about, but um I mean I, I got some. I know that there were some updates to iOS. Yeah. Massive screen as well. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, um, it's
2: like five grand screen. Or six? No, I think it's four grand, four grand screen. Yeah, and then the base level of Mac Pro is five
1: nine nine nine. Yeah, yeah. So
2: I'm guessing that the uh, fully decked out one's going to be around about fifty grand,
1: ten grand. I'd say, I'd say ten. I don't know, uh, but but I will say this though, Bill. They had eight, if something like eight four K movies playing and a thousand audio tracks playing in Logic. This is the Mac Pro that we've needed. Yeah, like real power. Real juice that can't be as easily because the thing is, people used to say, "Oh, and get PC, I can get a PC that's twice as powerful for that." But the, yeah. but this is probably one of a, a, as we're speaking. Obviously, things are going to change quick. It's one of the most powerful production.
2: It's aimed more like that, but, yeah. um, quote unquote, professional yeah. uh, movie studio, like yeah, or movie studios. But yeah. I read 1.5 terabytes of RAM,
1: 1.5 terabytes, terabytes of, of RAM. RAM. Yeah, I remember sending. Sending one of the geezers in the office here the, the stats for it. I found it. This is this is, this is me nerding out on the stats, but you need to understand that this is absolutely That's insane. a ridiculous amount so, of RAM. Well, put it, to put it in perspective, how much RAM you got in that laptop that's in front of you now? Uh, oh, I think so. it's something ridiculous like eight eight yeah, gigs. Eight gigs. Let yeah. me have a look. Yeah, eight gigs of RAM. Yeah, I've got 16 in this that's sitting in the studio with us. This has 28 core <laughs> Intel processor, yeah? 28 cores, right? That is that is nuts, right? Um 1.5 terabytes of RAM. That definitely trumps your 8 there. Uh and you can get into it and mess around with the innards. Yeah, they made that easy for you as well, which is quite quite important for them. And they played uh they said it runs 20% faster than a Windows workstation with the same with maxed out with some quite good graphics cards. Um and Apple showed it playing 8k video and a thousand tracks in its logic pro music software Thousand tracks too good i don't know who needs a track with a thousand layers but yeah we've got we've we got a rundown on the website for it yeah, yeah. if you go on the website there, yeah. there, will, there will be a rundown of the mac okay, Pro. Cool. Yep, yep, check that all out uh but yeah so this guy redone sonic i mean give him a mac pro and he'll be able to knock out a new sonic trailer that looks like he'll be able to do the whole film in two days exactly uh and before we get on sunbrookin as well uh speaking of sonic bill we uh our new feature worth an hour where we play a game and let you know whether it's worth an hour of your time team sonic racing was on the cards so team sonic racing go it's enjoyable game it is it's very enjoyable it's
2: very different to like a regular racing game where it's just like you on your own start to finish if you win if you come first you win yeah this is more based on teamwork than it is On overall race position Race position does come into play But it's all done on how well you work together As a team So if you were to win and your teammates were to finish in Last and penultimate last There's no guarantee that you're gonna Be the overall winners of that race
1: Right So you have to do well as a team So it's not like all about I, I and me It's about you, you kicking ass as a team Wow, alright, cool So we're kind of used to, and I like racing games That are like this as well, kind of like Computer game character driven racing mm. games, you know, like the likes so your Mario Kart and stuff. How how does this differ to that? Because I know that's going to be the c- big comparison. Point. Yeah, that's you've what got we're talk about.
2: you've got things like like your what your weapons and stuff. in this game is called Wisps. You got like your rockets and yeah. your cubes and ghosts and stuff like that. They're called Wisps. So, yeah, so it's very wisps. similar, yeah. but it's different in a way. You got like your boost bits on the on the bottom, and as I've gone back on the teamwork, um, a lot of it focuses on boosting. So if you drift, you you gain boost, but if you um like in formula one you see like the lewis Hampton and bottas line up behind one another to go inside their slipstream so they're not in the dirty air yeah in this one if you go behind them you um you charge up your boost bar
1: and if you come outside the slipstream you will slingshot forward so if you're going down a straight when i cruise behind your car for a little while and i get in the right I stay in your slipstream for a bit i can then cut around use that boost to cut around you yeah because you're cutting through the air for me yeah. And I'm like riding behind you and I get a little, nice, okay, cool. And what are the power-ups like? Are they kind of like, you know, usual knocking, slowing people down, knocking them, making them small, that yeah, sort of it is. stuff?
2: Well, not necessarily making them small, it's just because Team Sonic have their, own sp- have their own specific ones, but it yeah. is like that. And if what the feature I liked about it is sometimes I personally weren't too much of a fan of the ghost one. So if I got the ghost one, I could press circle or B on on Xbox or whatever the corresponding button is on um, Nintendo Switch. If you push that button, you can give it to a teammate. So I don't want this one; you can have it. Or if you don't have a t- you don't have a power up and you're in a bit of a sticky position, say you're on the last corner and there's a racer mm-hmm. just gone past, you need a rocket or, or some something to give to you. Push circle; they'll give you a weapon or a
1: boost, and then you can use that to like, obviously win the race. Okay. And have we got online for this as well? Capacity? Yes, there is online. Yep, yep. So you can jump and online, and me and you could t- could take over the world. Is it cross platform yet, or is it? Uh, it- I I'm not, i do not think it's cross-platform. No, there's there's not a lot of games out there that are cross-platform. Yeah, we just got to be asking that now, haven't we? When it comes to mm. multiplayer games, it's just it's just a convert. It's what people are expecting now. Um, so, what about the levels and stuff? Were they very Sonic themed?
2: Uh, yeah. So you, you the game the, the it is uh like a you could you could tell that the tracks are, are Sonic mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are like you got like you got your um. There's a specific level that you do where you have to collect rings. So now on, on like regular Sonic, you just go around and collect rings. This particular one, you you have to get as many as you can within a certain time frame. And also in the actual normal racing games, there is coins that you can pick up or rings, should I say? Mm-hmm. That you can pick up as you go around.
1: Oh, sick! All right, yeah, rings. That does sound very appropriate. Um, so, speed modes in it. Sonic is known for being a fast character, so we've got like different speeds and stuff.
2: Yeah. So rather than. Um, you pick up you. You can pick up speed boosts and stuff like that, but each particular racer has their own specific speed that you can have. So each race will either be a technical racer, a speed racer, or a power racer. And right. obviously, Sonic would be, as you would expect, a speed racer. A speed
1: racer. How hard is it to play? Then is there like some difficulty modes that we can sort of fiddle around with to get warm with the game?
2: Um, there's normal, hard, and expert. And then I, I thought, okay, this this particular game, Team Sonic, I would say is aimed at more of a younger audience. I thought, okay. Maybe I'll go for uh, I'll go for hard and see how see how well I do see I'll see how far I can win. Yeah. I done hard and yeah I didn't I it didn't is. win I lost every time.
1: Same same. All right, cool. All right, so is it worth an hour of time then?
2: Definitely yeah. So If you've got like a bunch of mates together, you can go online, team yeah. up and and race together. I'd say it's definitely definitely worth an hour of your time.
1: Sort of or sort of thing you could jump on for an hour before you go out for a drink with the boys or something like that. Or yeah, just that. just jump on, give it an hour, and then pop nice. out again. It's nice. a lot. It's cool. a lot of fun. Right, so that's how we've been killing time this week. We have got some cool shizzle coming up. And E3 is around the corner as well. Um, and we're going to be covering that in a very interesting way. So that's how we're going to be killing time moving forward. Anyway, we are in the studio with Simon Brodkin. This show is called How to Kill an Hour. We talk about different ways to kill time. So the first thing we've got to say to Simon is, yo, how do you like to kill some time?
0: Uh, most of my time recently has been spent working on this new Edinburgh show that I'm, I'm, the, I mean, br- let's go straight into the marketing. Let's just bang just in it let's straight there. Fusing on, in. First on, question, first on. answer. Yeah. Tickets available. <laughs> See the following website, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm out of here later.
1: Yeah, cool. See, so, that's how to kill an hour. Thank you very much. Yeah,
0: how to kill sixty seconds. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm coming off the back of a huge lead tour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, my, so my life is basically. I'm just thinking about how I'm spending my life now with that one open-ended question you should be a shrink i'm like suddenly thinking i'm wasting my life what am i doing <laughs> so <laughs> so that's been a lot of traveling that's been like the biggest tour that i've done like 180 dates up and down um i mean they're not every night and there's been um you know big gaps between there's been first leg second leg third leg and then a big edinburgh stretch as well in the middle of that and that's gone on for i don't know two years uh, on and off which is great because it means people are buying tickets. And uh, but in my spare time, I have been working on this new thing for me. Although obviously I've done the stunts, so that's most of them out of character. Yeah, um, some in character, some a bit of a character. And uh, but 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 this new thing of doing stand up as myself, which has been occupying my time because it is a big thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, and this is you. This is Simon Brodkin this is being Simon, Simon
0: Brodkin. Brodkin, being si- Simon Brodkin, which is even weird for me at first. Just going, please welcome to stage Simon Brodkin. I'm like, oh, Jabs is that me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> this is like your first Fringe show as Simon Brodkin, but you're no stranger to Edinburgh Fringe. You've done. i was trying to count them. It's like seven, eight. Is it? how many shows. Is it six. Seven? You
0: know, I stopped making etchings on the bed. Yeah, um, on the wall. But this, that's about right. It's, seasoned, um, over seasoned, pro. Yeah, that's it, yes. Yeah. Um, so not eligible for the newcomer award anymore, nah uh, but sorry, guys, mate. this is new because I'm doing <laughs> please <laughs> so so I went up there first, um I don't know how many years ago, but over ten um and that was a multi character show, and yeah. one of those characters was Lee, yeah, yeah, so I never I was never just about Lee, and in fact, in that show, I was sort of being myself, the show was Simon Brodkin, everyone but himself. And I was doing a sort of pseudo intellectual sort of Edinburgh performer, a breakdown of what comedy is. It was all a load of nonsense, full of jokes, of course. Um, And then Lee was in there and there were a few other characters. And then to cut a a long story short, Lee sort of took off after another Edinburgh. And then that was the character that I been best known for. Yeah. And um that was the one most suited to live, and that was the one took off and then had the BBC three series. Um, I'll just keep reading out my CV um Crap, <laughs> 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 tickets get are in selling as with we're my speaking. management yeah. Yeah, um and then so I've and then the, the the stunts as I say was sort of a bit more me yeah. but never stand up comedy as me never straight stand up never getting on stage here welcome Simon Brookin talk about you be you tell
1: jokes as you okay so we've gone from everyone but Simon show to Simon and no one else that is a beautiful symmetry that I had not thought about yes it's now called it's the show is 100%
0: Simon Broadcast. In. There we go. So, um, what, what, like, and so there were about three hundred titles I went through. So, just that's
1: that's I'm sticking with that one now. There's I no doubt, hundred percent. go for it, mate. Wait, can I get a little bit of that, or is that already decided before you got here? Can what, I get a little change on that, or a little percentage, or is um, that, what you mean? The actual yeah, fo- yeah. post has gone to print. For fuck's sake. Oh, we are allowed to swear? Uh, yeah, of course. Fucking get yeah. in, you
0: bunch of cunts. <laughs> That's too much, isn't it? I'm no, wondering. not oh, at all. we
1: okay. we got questions lined up for you that you might have that response to what anyway. Was being BBC best behaviour. Oh no, I fuck! Didn't yeah, yeah, no, We've all done BBC. This is a, this is a privately owned this podcast. Proper, it's got explicit on the label. Yeah, this we've is done an adult. This before. Throw as many cunts in as you want. <laughs> so what? So what's this, so what's it going to be like? Because I think because. Because Lee was such a big character, Mm. a lot of people, when they see you, they see Lee Nelson and probably some people presume that that is who you actually are. So what's the difference with this show going to be like? What am I getting? Because it's not the same thing. So if I've been to a Lee show last month or the month before, it's totally different. What's...
0: So Lee is absolutely that He is a character And obviously the more you do a character The more you have to fill him in And he can't just be a two dimensional thing Mm. Especially doing stand up comedy Because he has to live within the room And that is sort of the definition of stand up Where the audience can take part Which is why it's just an amazing Amazing art form guys uh, Because you go to the theatre and shout Oi, Brooklyn, you're a wanker and there'll be outrage from the <laughs> guys, whereas in stand up comedy you've got to deal with that, and yeah. if you don't you' you you are a worse comic because of that, and that's there's something kind of beautiful about that you have to you know and some m c s get on stage and say, um, can we please no talking to the act know this, know that and I get why they're doing that that's because they want the acts to get on with their act, but yes. in some ways, there is a beautiful thing where Audience members, and you have to be a bit of a dick to interrupt. Let's be honest, um, or you know, certain substance uh, through your system where you feel like you know what is going to be so funny. Man, this funny. Well, look at this. Hey, and then <laughs> you come at and 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 um so- so Lee had to live and breathe, and obviously, as the years went on, he couldn 't just be a hundred percent um a you know counsellor state sort of point of view, and he was never hateful, he was always loving, and he was always full of joy and it just happened that he lived in that circumstance, and yeah. he was never trying to punch down it was always a celebration. Um, And obviously then he sort of had, in inverted commas, success because he can't have success. He's a made up fella. Um, But, you know, live at the Apollo and hosting that and being on a few big things and suddenly went out from the shorts and the cap to which felt weird to carry that on. Because suddenly I was going, he should have a bit of money, shouldn't he? I mean, I'm having most of it, but give him a bit. And we're going out and got him a suit. I mean, admittedly, it still had the security tag on. But (laughs) he had to start talking about things in the world and start having to address, you know, a few basic sick things and even you know recently with i don't know brexit you know he had to talk about that you yeah. know i voted leave i regret it quite a lot i thought they was asking us about scotland um <laughs> and you know the stuff donald trump comes out with oh my god you know what's he say grab women by the pussy once you've been on television they let you get away with him oh my i mean i I couldn't believe I listened to him. So he had to start talking in the real world. So he grew up a little bit, but he is always a character. He is not real, you know? And yeah, because I've been doing him so long. And I guess it's a bit of a compliment, the fact that people do think I am Lee. So when people see me in the street, most of the time they say Lee. Uh, I mean, it's happened twice in four years, but when they stop me, (laughs) they say Lee. Um, And so, you know, to come out of that and be oneself is suddenly it opens up a whole new um paint palette and different colours to paint with and suddenly you can talk about anything and, and talk about the things that you care about and the things that are real and you know I'm a dad and I've done um and, and in, in the show there's I talk about one of the stunts which is on Donald Trump where um I scattered hundreds of 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 swastika and blazing golf balls around his feet um, and uh, if you've got a problem with that, just have a look at some of the things he has said uh, <laughs> about Muslims and Mexicans. And uh, anyway, uh, so um, it, it was, it was, a, and and out of that came this whole barrage of of hatred uh, to m- me on social media. Which at the time I never really thought about because it was just part and parcel. But now, being me, I've suddenly thought, hang on, there was some virulent anti-Semitic hatred coming my way and I was outed by the grand wizard of the KKK David Duke um, as a Jew And to be honest, I already knew. So I was... (laughs) You (laughs) you pretty were aware of it. I I, I was aware. aware. It would be funny if that was how people found out whether they were Jewish or not. Yeah, Is David Duke (laughs) on the phone, honey? It's the are you a Jew or not a Jew call? Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I really like my old willy. You are... Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, and out of that comes being able to actually talk about Mm -hmm. that stuff. And suddenly that's exploring who I am and things that are relevant to me because I'm you know I I'm, I'm addicted to the news and I'm addicted to what's going on in the world like most people if I you know feel if like if you care about things you're going to be a bit plugged in and um, so I'm able to now talk about that stuff talking about being a dad and how um you know when my my wife went away and left me with the kids for a week for the for the first time uh, she went to america with her mums see relatives and i what i realized about a couple of hours in is that for the last nine years my wife behind my back has been doing all the childcare, and you know uh, a yeah. yeah yeah exactly
1: so just talking about those things yeah. and talking about you know uh, which is kind of cool yeah and plus you've kind of got all of these years and all of these air miles shall i say in comedy so you are a seasoned comedian and I, i don't say that lightly plus i feel like you've got a totally fresh it feels like you're building it up again from the bottom do you know what i mean so is that quite an exciting feeling to feel like you've just got this whole new set of elements that people aren't ready to experience yet a hundred percent.
0: feel not only does it feel like I am starting again. It literally had to be starting again from uh, the the basics of going back on the circuit, and the circuit's unbelievable. I think we are blessed in this country to have. Uh, uh, you know, everyone says. You know work going on in their country is the best. Um, but, America, uh, yeah. yeah, America, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not good, but I think the circuit, the stand-up comedy circuit in this in London, I believe, from talk to people, what it's like, even parts of America, is the best. And almost any night of the week, you can find two, three on the weekend, ten, fifteen places to do stuff. And I was just back to the drawing board and back. And stand-up's this weird thing because. It is an apprenticeship like there's not many other jobs where you go. Do you want to become that thing? Just turn up and have a little go you know and I'm a qualified doctor so thank goodness they uh, just throw that in, uh, check in. That in yeah. Um, still doing some private work um, <laughs> 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 yeah, um, so uh, you know imagine just going into that girl I just want to have a go at being a doctor well listen grab this scalpel yeah. you can have five minutes yeah. before um, yeah. the main doctor's yeah. going to come
1: back on and get the knife off you and we'll just see how it goes yeah. down I mean and it, you could fuck up totally <laughs> but <laughs> you know what you'd be fine exactly yeah. Exactly. Right. it come out in a wash you know exactly I mean? this is how
0: people learn in this job okay yeah um and 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 so you with stand-up you learn so to a certain extent i had all these air miles on me i don't know what you're saying you're calling me old i get that no <laughs> no i've been doing i'm i'm fairly experienced stand-up but it's as character in character and it's 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 just it's just different there is just this <clears throat> there is this um You know, mindset and this way—obviously, way of of speaking and just way of walking. The way, everything—the way you hold the microphone, the way you address the crowd, the way—the whole thing. I have been programmed. That is my muscle memory as a live performer. To be Lee, (coughs) Um, to be Lee. And so, although all that experience has some relevance, I'm not saying it was totally starting again, but to go and go, now it's time for Simon Brodkin. Oh, my God, how do I hold the microphone? How do Mm. I sound? What do I talk about? Ah." Mm. And it really was like starting again. And I've had some humiliating nights on the way, because obviously when you step on and you're sort of a little bit known, especially by the comics, and you go, all right, he's
1: been a bit. Shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this, is the, this is the worst Lee Nelson I've seen. nothing yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. him. What do, the fuck? Do, is do, that? Well occasionally
0: yeah. there's been like um oh my god, I'd like to have like um I mean I'm I'm out of that now. I'm yeah. out but at first the first few gigs it was like I wish I had this cap in a glass yeah. saying like break in case yeah. of
1: emergency.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are you legends I'm back. Phew! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been going back, learning the craft again from a different Point of view, yeah. and and then a whole wealth of experience and wealth of life that I'm able to now start to talk about. So I'm I'm excited
1: about it. I look forward to it, man. I look forward to seeing you on the stage more because it's like with you, I think that the other elements of your comedy that you've kind of expressed are way. It's like I don't want to call Lee Nelson not deep, but he's an entertaining character. You go and 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 laugh at him, and while still have some jibes that have got political elements to them, like you said, you spoke about Brexit and Trump. This whole other side of you, Simon, is like, you do some things that are funny, but they're deep. Like, you mentioned, like, the Trump prank, right? This is no, light like, thing. You got around the secret fucking service, bruv. <laughs> this, this isn't like, I'm not over-exaggerating at all. You got around the secret service and managed to pull a prank on somebody, right? So if you can, just to put this into, into perspective, because I want to know how you, how you break down these pranks. Like, you're not meant to go and throw anything at the president, right? you managed to throw a selection of things which were round shaped that could have (laughs) exploded at some point, right? But you managed to do it as a prank. We'll get back to that in a sec. But like when you're setting up your pranks, I felt like during the show I was watching a heist scene from a movie. Can you just explain to our listener how you set your pranks up, how you managed to get around security and stuff like that? Because it's no no small task. You don't just go, oh, right, I'm going to turn up on the day and fuck around. You actually do research and stuff, right?
0: Yeah. um, You said listener. I'm hoping there's going to be more than one.
1: You know, we, do, we, just, we just we just address our listener Because you know what You know on YouTube you go hey guys I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm see like, the bloke Sitting outside on the chair <laughs> It's me Should we just invite him <laughs> it's in It's me I'm talking to myself uh, I always talk to the listener As a listener Because it's like One person that's listening nice, at man, a time
0: It's nice. intimate you know what I mean <laughs> That made me suddenly worried I'm like really <laughs> Let's bring him in Let's just take the cans off our head Let's just chat Let's involve them <laughs>
1: Alright come in mate Come in Paul Colin Yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> So the pranks are um, something, look, with anything in life, if you're going to do it well, it it's not easy. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've all seen prank shows, and God love them, they've got more viewing figures than me, where people have hidden in a bin and jumped out when an old lady's thrown a chocolate wrapper in yeah. and going,
1: Gotcha! Yeah, and everyone's like, Sick! Yeah, yeah, amazing! Yeah. Genius! Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, she doesn't know is that adam is hidden in the (laughs) bin (laughs) just wait just wait and here it goes so um and what i'm trying to do i love that moment where real life and comedy come together
1: Mm.
0: and obviously you can you know say you can get that in a in a a stand-up comedy club and you can because it's a real person with the real things coming together in the real world but if you can get a um a a you know the, for example let's take the the Theresa May one the P45 oh, uh, right. yeah, um, so you know the thought of you've got this Prime Minister who had just announced that she was strong and stable she had a majority in, in, in the House of Parliament and then she went for a walk with Philip um, do you remember that she came back from that walk with Philip and said I, I don't know if she took some shrooms or what she <laughs> ate in that field but she was like she
1: hit the blunt she, <laughs> she hit the blunt bro <laughs> hit the blunt.
0: she doesn't inhale but she had yeah, one yeah. Like, um, and um she then said you know let 's let 's have this election which is obviously an absolute crossroads for her strong and stable suddenly no majority in parliament she was looking i mean the fact that she 's clung on for this long is 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 quite something but and I was suddenly thinking, you know the whole a lot of not the whole can 't be thought, but a lot of people are thinking she she shouldn 't really be in this job, she is anything but what she 's saying. And that's, you know, if take away all the policies that I just, you know, cannot agree with no matter who is representing them. And I thought, you know, so let's just think there's a little mood in the country going. We want to get rid of the prime minister. Wouldn't it be funny if uh, instead of shouting and screaming about it, just politely give someone like you would in every other job a P45? And then from that Moment, you've got the okay. Is that possible? How is it possible? Where is it possible? What do I need to do it? And from that moment on, it turns into that high style feel, which you saw in the Channel 4 documentary where they followed me for a year, which didn't include that one, but did include Trump and Britain's Got Talent and, um, Philip Green, um, one on, on, on the, um, the, the, that was the naughty top well. man dude. Yeah,
1: that was naughty as well. That yeah. was naughty. Yeah.
0: Hopefully they're all naughty. Yeah. Oh, very. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, want to do a Franco's great stunt. It was yeah, great yeah. Oh, it right. very yeah. naughty. It wasn't very naughty. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got his permission for that yeah. one. <laughs> So, um, th- th- so f- from that moment where you've got all these the central idea, and then you've got springing off it just hundreds of questions and working out and permutations, and that is where it gets you know a little uh, Ocean's Eleven like, and you've got things on the wall and working out and times and things because you are dealing with relentless, never ending list of unknowns because you're not meant to be them because. The thing you are meant to be doing is not meant to happen. And because you're often doing things a little illegal, um, you there's just so many. You don't know the answer. You don't know the answer to that says so if that and if that and what about that and always thinking. And, and because I think I've got one of those minds that's always like double think it, can it, want it, be, whiz it, well, what if, what, which is great. Um, not great for sleeping at night. But, ah, yeah, but, yeah. but great. Have I locked the back door? Yeah. Have I locked the back door? Did <laughs> exactly. I lock all, all 15
1: <laughs> of the locks or just 14? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was you. Yeah, every night. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my listener. Yeah. <laughs> get him to check. <laughs> <laughs> if um, they're allowed out the basement.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, and then from there, that's, you know, yeah. and, 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 and even on the day, um, you know, for example, that one where I, I, I went along and then uh, uh, to the, to that was given to at the Tory party conference. Obviously, the sort of funny thing about that is to get past Donald Trump. Security took, you know, months of of, of planning and and, and and fake names and disguises and bag swaps and getting past the CIA, the FBI, and Secret Service, and his own personal bodyguards. And to when I gave Theresa May the P forty five to 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 get past her security, I applied for a ticket. <laughs> 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 Big difference yeah. <laughs> yeah Using my name That hurt a little bit Nothing uh, No No oh, no. Hosted live The Apollo No nah. It's killing our podcast nah, Nothing nah. Oh from
1: now on Oh yeah
0: You're on all sorts of lists mate <laughs> yeah, Colin's yeah. on the oh. door I'm screwed <laughs> um, So um, And that's why They're kind of fun And yeah. I think enjoyable To to watch because there's that the, 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 there's that will it won't it happen and you don't know until that actually happens and the donald trump one funnily enough i should have been the most worried of all of them that i was going to get shot because yeah. the, the, the the police did tell me they're about to draw arms they heard it on the on on their radios uh, but i wasn't thinking about that at all because i was just worried about the next phase of the stunt whereas the theresa may one i was a little more worried because at that stage before i was giving it to her i thought okay you know what? I think this is now in place, and as soon as you got that little spare brain space, then you can start to worry. But before that, yeah. I didn't even think about that with Donald Trump because there was this one key moment I didn't know would happen till it actually happened. Um,
1: so yeah, fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, to say that you're not dedicated to a prank would be would be a lie, mate. Cause yeah, yeah. Well, you always in. 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 Yeah, you went all in, and I don't want to spoil it because I mean, I'd love to put a link to it in, in the show description, but. The bag swap that you mentioned, all the little elements that you put in place, it's just amazing. But also, I'm like, it's, it's, was it you and a, a few people, a couple of people that were together in on the prank? I know you had cameramen, but
0: without them. So it's always been me, myself, and I. And, 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 and sometimes that's bad. I mean, look, I talk to people, I will say, yeah. you know, I'll have a couple of close um, you know confidants or whatever they're called without sounding pretentious but who I will speak to and say look bounce eh? and they'll just but it is me myself and I doing the thing and that's great because I like part of the reason I hated medicine is because you're in the NHS and the yeah. NHS is the ultimate huge machine and you are this teeny teen little cog and to change anything forget about it because no, it is no, just no this chance. oil tanker slowly chugging along and you, 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 you well yeah, <laughs> yeah you're yeah. pulling a sinking thing yeah, <laughs> yeah because of the Tories it's a little bit um there's been just 10 years of horrible um yeah it's, 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 proper it's been, it it's it's yeah. proper fuck in um, to sum it up, um, uh, just hearing through, it is proper fucked. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. my uh, official input on that. <laughs> proper um, it's proper fucked. It's not on its hands and knees. Mm-hmm. It's on um, uh, it's, its. It's not on its knees. It's on its hands and knees. Yeah, getting 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 fucked. Yeah. 100%. Um, so, but it's it's this amazing thing, and, and obviously it's incredible. But me as someone in there, always asking questions. Always, do we have to? Uh, and you forget about there's And then you go to stand-up comedy and you are the the writer, the performer, the director, the producer, everything. So if something goes wrong, I mean, obviously every stand-up, including myself, it's the audience, it's the mm-hmm. room, yeah, of course it's the microphone. It was, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, too, 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 there's a humidity too in here. I'm yeah. never performing yeah. in that place again. Yeah. The comedy store, it's too humid. <laughs> so, um, and, and the beauty again, when you do stunts is it's all on me. Yeah. And that's great because sometimes when you rely on someone else, did you do that? Oh, I forgot. Or, or there's just I know that the buck stops with me, yeah. and that is 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 in you calls to be very nimble on your feet. Because when you're meant to, when you're in places you're not meant to be, the last thing you want to do is go. Okay, guys, all nine of us, let's quickly sneak and move sides. It's <laughs> so on the Theresa May one. Yeah, I'd gone to the they'd have these sessions at party conference. Yeah, um, and so I think the session before her off memory was Boris Johnson, and so I was in there, casing the joint and just checking it out and working out how I was thinking of doing it, and then felt reasonably confident, came back for the next session. And um, I've, got, I've got to thank there was a lady there, because you're queuing up for hours. You're with all these die-hard Tories. I think anyone who attends party conference of whatever party, they're a little bit... Just a little bit, you know, not yeah. completely um, um, the most normal, sociable of people. They're they're fans, real hardcore fans, not of Liverpool or Manchester City, but, you know, c- come on, Conservatives, come on, let th- they... Yeah. And so, and obviously you can imagine the sort of people who get at the Tory party conference. So, and I went there and basically they all are desperate to be as close to the, you know, that whoever's the, the leader, whoever's. You know, giving the big talk of of, of that conference. And so they are properly, it's handbag whacking time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're there and you're queuing and you're queuing for for ages. And I've got to thank this one lady who I just strung her the biggest bunch of lies that I think I've ever come up with in my life, just because she was just talking and talking and talking. I mean, when they start asking you, where do you live? And then you've got to make that. But then it goes to stack of lies when you're with someone for hours. Go, so who's your local MP? you know, I'm at the Tory party conference. Let's tell them I'm a massive fan of the Tories <laughs> and I'm dressed up as this sort of Tory boy, you know. You absolutely love it, yeah. You know, and uh, so who's your local MP then, dear? I'm like, let <laughs> me just quickly go to the toilet and Google it. And um, and she was brilliant because when we started going in, she found a little, a little route past everyone else and was able to get us like really close to the front. So God bless her. This lovely lady um, who I talk nonsense for for like two or three hours and helped me get that seat at the front. She must feel a teeny bit guilty she as She must well. hate you. She must yeah. hate yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might not have twigged Fucking yet. It might hell. not yeah. have twigged. Yeah. So um, and I got this great seat exactly where I needed to be, having seen Boris Johnson speak in the session before because they chuck everyone out and reset the room. Um, security and, and, and whatnot and then i uh, go in and they would changed the whole thing around so i am sitting in the seat that was perfect and i'm like oh my god they've swapped it for the prime minister so all the cameras were on the other side all the channels were on the other side as in channels for me to physically walk through yeah and so all those little things those little last minute things being one person is amazing because instead of going okay guys everyone up let's uh, excuse me excuse me excuse like 10 of you walking to the other end of the cinema in a packed cinema you can just quickly lively walk around and move and and and, and so being a one man show is actually really useful obviously for the channel four thing channel four basically followed me for the year and right. which was which yeah. was cool which was yeah. cool um but um I, you know i didn't i didn't have like a sort of double um, O seven uh, was it Minority Reports
1: with Tom with Tom Cruise with like forty people with screens and yeah, and, yeah it's, but um, you, you pulled off a big feat. You're somebody. You're probably one of the only people that's managed to bamboozle that many independent security services worldwide. You do know that, right? I mean, there's no official world record for that, but you have got to be. <laughs> One of the only people that's publicly known that's done that. You know what I mean?
0: I'd love there to be there. And congratulations uh, for being the world record holder. of. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't invite him here tonight. He has to break in yeah, to prove his worth.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to collect his award. And the winner is me. Yeah, hey! yeah Nice, nice, turn, nice reveal. Minute, yeah. But, um I think if you weren't who you were, you probably would have been off right now that's not uh, even yeah, a joke yeah. if I was sitting there and I was like head of a security service of some sorts I'd be like this fucking prick yeah, yeah it's only a matter of time till he gets us or someone else let's just get rid of him I'm su- Simon Brookkin, lean. oh we're fucked yeah <laughs> we yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. well I, I, I'm surprised I haven't got a call from someone in the security you know like when they ask the hackers yeah man to then work for the bank or whatever I'm surprised but you know what I mean You can't trust a comedian Can you You can't If there's an opportunity there I'm like ah, I did put a whoopee cushion On Trump's chair That was me It's funny <laughs> That would be sick That would be a sick
1: show If you were like Just doing some comedy During one night And the other night You were just I don't know In Alaska security Excuse- killing somebody I don't know be Sick be Fucking sick twist Um Another element that I've seen from you is is your roasting element. I just I'll, I'll be honest with you. I rewatched the roast battle that you did with Dame Baptiste. you, you popped on the show. A, yeah, that was uh, my debut
0: as me on the telly. Um,
1: so. <laughs> Simon, man, it's like now you're saying it's your debut. Like I understand because it's like on roast battle, people come with a point to prove, and I think. Dane's good right he's great he was great so when he, i heard I, I think one, yeah. i think he did me he did me that night i think he uh, he had a good one i think you, i think you both had there was i mean i've not broken it down to points i think it was no clear winner right yeah but i think he did well but like as your first reveal as simon on on, on tv I feel like the fact that you went for Jimmy Carr as well, one of the hosts, while you were roasting, <laughs> yeah. that was very sexy. That was very sexy. How was, how was it coming out there and being yourself and talking about coming on someone's twin sister? But
0: yeah.
1: anyway, <laughs> you really are allowed to yeah. yeah. you'd <laughs> like on this yeah, show. Course, so, course. Let's read out the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So um,
0: that was um, look. I think they they saw me doing a tiny little gig in a little comedy club in Angel, trying out stuff. This was you know months and months ago when I was just. Starting out to do stuff as myself yeah. out of character, and they said, "Yeah, come on, battle, we'd like to have you." I'm thinking, you're fine, you know, what's what's going to be the problem with that? But actually, it's quite. It's like in boxing terms, it's like bare knuckle, no holes barred. You know, it's it's brutal. Oh, it's yeah. a little bit like it reminds me because you've got Jimmy there, Jimmy Carr, and you've got um, um, uh, who else have you got? You've got um, who are the other two judges? Um, Catherine, Ryan. Catherine Ryan Catherine Ryan Jonathan Ross thank you sorry Colin. we got Billy there cheers Bill <laughs> yeah. we knew that thanks <laughs> thanks Bill yeah. A.K. the listener yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, Catherine Ryan Jonathan Ross and Jimmy Carr all yeah. brilliantly funny all brilliantly successful and um, they're sat high up in this um, it's, it's, it's 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 like a sort of the- it's, well, it's, it's 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 in this sort of it's not a theatre it's like mm. pl- they've put some seats in um in South London, in the Apollo... I don't know. Anyway, it's this little club venue, and uh, it's all quite metallic and brutal, and you've got these three judges up there, and then they bring on the two, you know, normally newer comics, especially compared to them. And so it's a little bit reminds me of... And then we just battle it out to the death, and it sort of reminds me of Rome, you know, where you've got Caesar, like, who wants to see... One slave freed, Mm. and the crowd like, kill each other, and everyone's going, death, 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 (laughs) and they're watching and laughing. On it's, but it is, it's pretty brutal. Um, it is pretty, yeah, there's, there's, they don't, you
1: don't hold back, right? There's no
0: holding back, there is no holding back. Um, and what uh, we, um, we actually said to each other, Let, "Let's let's not really tell each other what we're doing." Oh, great! So you, had no, you had no no idea. idea. In hindsight, I probably would have said to each other, "You know what? Let's just let's just practice our let's, pra- let's just make it good. Yeah. Let's just practice our lines on each other." But there, we're like, "No, this is going to be proper. This is sport. It's yeah. like telling the you know the goalkeeper which way." You're gonna shoot just yeah. to make the spe- save look spectacular. Yeah. This was like we're gonna take this seriously, mate. And it's you know, you got it, it's it's fun. It's a it's it's a laugh. And yeah, I did have a, a little girl, Jimmy and I think uh Catherine and and, and, and Jonathan, I think they I don't know how many made it in, but um Jimmy was amazing. I mean Jimmy was a lovely he was really supportive and he yeah. was he was um yeah, he, he texted me after the show saying you, you're right. just checking you're right, <laughs> you are alright mate you know it's been brutal when that happened when Jimmy Carr uh, heart you, of heart of stone yeah. you know Jimmy
1: Carr texts you are you alright Simon kiss 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 uh, he's <laughs> fucking with you he's fucking with you Jimmy was like yeah let's, what can we do to wind him up you are right, mate right. don't cry don't cry yeah, mate exactly. but, yeah. Um, but yeah no it was good man like just to just to put it in perspective for you the listener uh, <laughs> Jewish man versus black man Jewish man versus is Black man. No fucking
0: around. It's no great. dicking around. D- Dame beforehand was like Dame was great. He played all the right games. He yeah. played the mental games beforehand. He was like, I'm not gonna mention anything about you being Jewish. Um I'm like, you should always go, yeah. Did he Motherfucker! <laughs> 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 like shout out number one and they did this? Didn't make it into yeah. the show because it's like eight rounds and they drop yeah. it down to four whatever. It was like, your dead granddad is rolling in his mass grape I'm like mother <laughs> you told me you weren't mentioning what the fuck
1: mum <gasps> f- ah, yeah, Mom. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, th- I think in this day and age Where I feel like Sometimes a lot of comedians Are challenged With the uh, controversial things They say They've made a perfect environment For you guys To just go off the rails And take it Yeah f- Take it into the stratosphere it's, it's fun But he really went He really went
0: for the mass grave joke. He, he went in hard On the mass grave And look, look Don't blame me that's, that's what it's about Yeah But he, he played the mind games Beforehand you know, It's yesterday. like when the tennis player You know Is limbering up And they pretend yeah. They've got a hamstring injury A <sighs> little bit tense yeah. First serve <laughs> straight down what you know
1: what a geezer man so um how far away does this feel from your like life of medicine then man
0: <laughs> well again you know that medicine is something that i had not thought about or engaged with for uh, you know a, a, a long time i yeah. thought about myself doing it obviously i've still got you know medic mates all of whom are well, they've gone through the jealousy phase now. They're just resigned to it. <laughs> we should have left. <laughs> yeah. um, and but d- doing the show as me, suddenly like you know what? I was a doctor. That's sort of quite interesting. Yeah, and talking about you know what that was like, and having you know, and my problem was I couldn't take anything seriously, and. You know, when grown men show you their testicles,
1: <laughs> this it's testicle at is he like, what? You show, me, you show me your dick? You
2: show me...
0: <laughs> you know, and that's like the least you want from yeah, your, yeah. Your, 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 your doctor to just not laugh in your face. I don't think I want anyone to laugh at my penis. You you I, think, don't to, it, I don't want someone to, want to look at my brain. Is the ever an appropriate time just where you get your dick out and people just go... <laughs> <laughs> oh I know Elephant impression When you get yeah, the yeah, pockets yeah. Oh out, yeah there you you go. Oh yeah yeah All the um, time <laughs> <laughs> Oh that was just me yeah. So And um, what that was like And um, y- You know and, and it is fun To think about that And um, Telling a few stories You know And how Working late night shifts In A&E You know We used to call them Weatherspoons after parties oh, fucking And uh, yeah. you know One time someone fell into the canal And nearly drowned And I thought, how about we put him in a bowl of rice? And, um, you know, <laughs> so it was never, it was never the perfect, you know, feel for me. Not that I don't love that whole thing and, and, and science and biology. And it still absolutely fascinates me and all the learning. And, 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 and I, I love that. You know? Yeah. And I love the patient interaction, but it's, it's, you've got to really want it to stay in it because it's not yeah. a bed of roses. But it was more the pull of comedy going, you know, give that a go, give that a go. Yeah. Um and how um I was chatting with someone about it the other day again, starting doing these interviews and talking about my real life something, which is new, and go, you know, basically I decided to do comedy and then just ended medicine, just drove to London, just said, right, I'm, I'm gonna be a comedian now. <laughs> which is obviously in hindsight. What? Oh, <laughs> Don't be an yeah. idiot, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, man. What's like the weirdest element? Do want, what do you want me you've... to look at? This is always the what do you want me to have a look at a
1: lump, a bump? Get him out. Get him out. I don't want it to be laughed at. <laughs> <out now. laughs> <laughs> I promise yeah, you, no. I've got out my system. Uh, that's what, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's the weirdest ailment that you've had? I don't know if this is like breaking As in the doctor's me. Code. No, that you've seen. Like, what's the weirdest thing someone's whipped out, apart from a <sighs> comedic penis?
0: You know what? Whatever they're all, that they're is all comedic. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willy's yeah. are funny, right? I mean, um, uh, so you know you Adam Kay uh, who is uh, a, a, an ex-medic turned comedian and um, a friend of mine and, and he's written that book um, This Is Gonna Hurt yeah like sold 12 zillion copies and he's just packed with stories and funny moments and anecdotes and um, and I think back to my time like I've got like half a page maybe <laughs> I've got like I I, I, I um, he is he, he is just bursting with them. I got a terrible memory and I probably should have written down a few more at the time. Yeah. But um I mean I've done some bad things. I remember okay. This is it's funny to me and it's not funny to the patient. Let's be honest. Well, of course, I did the whole Dr. Bob character that came out of, of that, yeah. um, which was this incompetent doctor who had just no idea what he was doing and um, the power that he yielded over patients just because he was a doctor. That was all off the back of doctors who I worked with. But there was one time back in the day when you're when when you're a junior doctor, you are really a little bit of a dog's body you're going around and you're doing little odd jobs here and there and you're suddenly you're on your first night shift and you're like the only doctor on and i um, like doctor we need you they bleep you there's this bleep it's like obviously classic NHS like so, using a system yeah. that was last used in the real world in 1991 by drug dealers in Los Angeles with a pager and here, that is the system. I think it is still the system. Bleeps. Yeah. In fact, I heard someone tell me the other day that it was that the NHS is the biggest user of these paging devices in the world because obviously everyone's moved on NHS. <laughs> like you, could, <laughs> it's time to just put them away. Um, I... I mean, they'll be I don't know what they're onto next. They'll be like, oh my god, email. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> fuck. So you get bleep. You have your bleep number. <laughs> Mine was one one eight. Still remember it now. And, um, uh, and, and, and it's this little thing you carry with you. And when you're at night, you sleep in the hospital in this bleak accommodation. This is what I mean by really want to love it to carry on working in it because it is not easy. You're staying in these kind of derelict style, you know, like Chernobyl hotels that time forgot in the, because they don't, yeah. it's like in the NHS, you've got a limited amount of money. So what are you going to do? What should we do, guys? Should we get this new machine that can save lives or, Should we do up the doctor's accommodation so it looks like Google offices? (laughs) Who votes doctor? You know, it's so, it's a no brainer. So everything that is not essential is sort of crumbling and you can understand why. Doesn't make it any less galling when you go into a production company that makes like, I don't know, cash in the attic. Yeah. It's just like, you know, the hello, can I help you, sir? This receptionist and there's like a 40 inch TV or whatever and there's like nibbles and you get, you like a glass of champagne while you wait. And then in the NHS waiting room, it's like, The sign is just barely holding on with one nail because they don't have the the money to waste and to burn. So um, you're sleeping in this accommodation and you are um, you you, you try and go to sleep and then you, you put your bleep down and you just get woken time after time after time and often by quite mundane things. Like Doctor, sorry to mind you, I work in Manchester, so all my nurses sound like that. Sorry to my you, doctor. um, just need you to come down and uh this patient can sleep. He said, anyway, you can give him paracetamol, um, you're like you are calling me up to give paracetamol, oh my God, and of course, rules are rules, and yeah. they're not allowed to give paracetamol, even the patient could say to the nurse, "Here is ten pounds or whatever a quid." Please just pop down to Boots, get me a pack of paracetamol, and they're allowed to do that. But they're not allowed to dispense paracetamol from the NHS because they haven't done the course or whatever. So you're constantly Jesus. getting interrupted to like prescribe people paracetamol and like um, laxatives. But she's, she's bunged up, doctor. She's
1: bunged up. Um, yeah, but some of those painkillers, I have found out the hard way, they fucking stiff they you up. Why they do. Why don't it? they give you laxatives with like I don't know, like your diarrhoea? <laughs> <dihydropodine. laughs> you need to talk why to, to why your do? dealer. Yeah, mate, it bunged me right
0: up. <laughs> Surely. I've got experience yeah, on that.
1: Yeah, you should have given me like some bananas or some <laughs> celery or something, a salad with it. <laughs> it's up. two
0: bags and some yeah. carrot juice. Some carrot juice. So, yeah. so the the yeah the ones that are are, are codeine based and, yeah. uh, and morphine based, they bung you up. They slow down. Yeah. Let's get into medicine here, listener. Yeah. Yeah. They slow <laughs> They slow down your gut. Your gut's constantly moving. And then hence comes out as this, you know, yeah. poop. And then what happens when you have a codeine, it stops it moving. So everything just stops. So, yes, you should absolutely, whoever is your doctor, I'll, you know, yeah, I'll have a word. I'll have a word.
1: So so, so uh, what were you going to say? No, I was questions? just going to say, like, you're taking a painkiller. So you might not know if you're having a few, if you're hurting yourself by pushing too hard because you're on a painkiller. It's a vicious saying, cycle. It's a vicious cycle. You can end I can up being hurt. <laughs> glad that it it's, happened. Glad that it happened at uh, an age when you're young enough uh, to recover from it. I wonder why
0: you're sitting on nine pillows. Yeah, w- w- on my side as well. I've been mean, leaning over slightly. <laughs>
1: I need a donut. <laughs> yeah. You're on the
0: chair. The microphone's on the floor. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so you go along and, and, and you yeah. have to go along and do all yeah. these. Things. And a lot of the things you're asking to put in ventplombs, which is like the the needle that you okay. put into right. the vein to get access for yeah. all the medications that goes in intravenously and. Uh, I I went along, and uh, you please. Sorry to my dear doctor, it's four in the morning. I can't believe you're doing this. Just need um, a line into Mister whatever his name Mm -hmm. was came down, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm I'm half asleep. And this is true. One time, I walked onto the ward, and I looked, and I was wearing my dressing gown, not my white coat. I grabbed, <laughs> I had one hook on the back, yeah. hand, but that's amazing. That's right? That sick. is how tired and go- oh my god! And you're that stage. You're like, you know what? Forget about it. <laughs> just yeah, keep walking. It, keep <laughs> walking. Wear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just be like, own it. So, so, <laughs> so, um, I went in, put the curtains around this patient, put go to put the line in. I'm like, but basically, I'd use. There's all different colours. The goes from blue. I can't remember which is the thinnest to grays, which is the thickest, and then needed like a thick line in this guy. And I put it in, and I was really having trouble. And that is not nice. Let me tell you now, to all the patients who I didn't get my line in first time, big sorry, um, come to my show, um, you know, just show me your veins on the door, and I'll recognize that you are a genuine case, because there will be scars all over there. So you're, you're putting this, this this thing in. I was struggling, pushing me around, the, and you tried different areas, and then wham, got it in. I thought I'd got it in. I'm sprayed with blood, like psh- Pulsing, blood I'm like, oh fuck! I've gone into his artery instead of his vein. The arteries are the, the 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 ones that come away from the heart, full of high pressure, oxygenated blood. The veins are like the little trickly, bluey ones that are yeah. just going back slowly to your to 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 your heart. And um, anyway, it's just it's just it was it was nuts. It was like, oh my god! It was, it was like three in the morning, and I'm just like, if anyone could have seen what was going on, it must look like some horror film. Because I'm there with his bedside light on for light, and all you can see is this silhouette of me, like desperately trying to stem this pump of blood coming oh. out of this poor fella. Um, so sorry, Mister Carswell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that moment you realised comedy yeah, yeah, might yeah, yeah, be. <laughs> better think is anyone
0: else f- finding this funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> right so maybe i can get your medical opinion on this this is a question we've asked a lot of our guests <laughs> we've got a very our strongest opinions have come from comedians and it's there's two types of people in this world and one doesn't know the other exists until we have this conversation so just just roll with me on this you you've had a big dinner the night before Fibrous dinner, no codeine. I'm there. Right. Codeine free dinner. You have that why not try it? I don't know if you're a morning shit after a coffee kind of guy or like dunno, it depends. You're in shape. You look like you have that good amount of fibre <laughs> in you. So. dude,
0: I'm, I'm I'm a morning guy. Morning and guy. You know what? Sometimes evening.
1: Okay, cool. M- I'm morning and evening. I'm a morning guy. Right, I'm a morning enough. guy. So I uh, like that routine. Cool. So it's your morning movement? <laughs> My <laughs> MM. Mm. You've taken a it's been a substantial shite. And you wipe your ass. <laughs> are you a gentleman who stays seated during this procedure mm. or do you stand up to wipe your Oh My ass? God,
0: I think I might be bridging the divide. I've got this sort of new half up, half down technique that I obviously will be demonstrating in my new show because that's mostly what I've got to talk about. Yeah. Where you're kind of, I mean, it's also great for quad work um, and you just press yourself up and you're sort of half up, half down. I'd say those are the final few though. Really? Um, you don't want to be rushing into that there you're like your finishers
1: <laughs> are you serious but sit are down you? to start okay yeah. so you sit down to start we don't squat throughout the whole no, thing no no no, no, that's, no you know, you've got to
0: be a bodybuilder yeah yeah, that. yeah that, 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 I mean you would just get that serious uh, lactic acid build
1: up I couldn't do that fair enough so from a medical <laughs> 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 from a medical uh, uh, point of view medical is yeah. it better to stand up or sit? while year you one. this is classic
0: year one junior doctor stuff first I mean, lesson yeah for the consultants always yeah. sat us around and go guys this is it. Forget everything you learned. Forget everything you learned back at med school, gentlemen. <laughs> at med school, gentlemen, this is the real beans. How do you guys wipe your ass? Gentlemen, this is not a drill. Get out there. <laughs> Give me four. So, four wipes. Yeah. Bro, Bro, fold, yeah, keep it fold.
1: coming.
0: <laughs> so... Um,
1: uh, shit, I've forgotten the question. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there's like a really strong divide, so like the people that sit yes, are it's like, it's how it. the fuck can you stand up, and the standers are like, how the fuck do you sit down when you wipe, right, You're you are thinking
0: about yes, it? I'm you thinking, I'm demonstrating, there has to be a cheek wipe, uh, lift. A so you, lift. so you
1: do a cheek lift, yeah. A cheeky cheek lift. Yeah, that's it. Jeez, man, this is not
0: something that I, I realise now that I've given this far too little thought. Please let's explore this, this is together. It's that, a great um, way to wrap the episode. Up. Uh, obviously, not on air, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> 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 you know what? This is this is this is you open up the richness of humanity. There's always another way to do it. There's always another thing to learn. Yeah. and We can all learn off each other. Um, <laughs> and, right and, 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 and so, yeah, there's the there's the there's the prostate. There's the prostrate. Okay, that's not the prostate. There's the prostrate. Right. There's the sitting down. There's the one lifter on the right. There's the lifter on the side. And then there's the kind of up and down there's we've, what we've got five different techniques and we've only been also, talking about this for like 45 minutes
1: and there's people that go wipe in the front as well i'm just saying front
0: wipers yeah jesus Matt I, Richardson, I just don't Matt want to, rip, I, I, yeah i wondered what
1: that <laughs> that, that mark was wired, wired a bit differently that lad so. <laughs> <laughs> he went into great detail about that but yeah all right well cool. like i've got kids so this is okay. easy talk for me you know yeah,
0: front yeah. wipers i you know might have squirmed about this a little ago now i'm i'm get you you have to learn technique for yourself and on to others you know, yeah. and you've got to pass that down as a father if i can teach my kids one thing and that is a good wiping technique son daughter let's sit down birds and the bees chat dad no no nah. it's more than that it's the wipe chat
1: yeah and you um, hold up a, you hold up a, a white pair of pants with two brown stains and you say yeah, this is the this, enemy this is <laughs> this <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't
0: focus this is what you could become yeah um I, have I answered your question I'm
1: not even sure I, I don't just know got lost. I, I, feel, I think you just I, wanted I feel a, like I've heard don't... about chatting shit But this is taken it To another level <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know I feel like I've asked you If you're a sit or a stander mm. And then you're like a, a, hoverer. Yeah. a hoverer You're a hoverer You're kind of like This whole new I'm just thinking Yeah I think I'm Because um, I'm like a leaner I like lean, leaner so which, which counts as a sit? Apparently Which I'll take
0: This is the sort of thing That we should have put To the country In the referendum we forget we've forget the forget things that don't matter like leave you yeah. it's what should be the national wipe technique and we can be start be prouding about about that and exporting that around the world taking um, over
1: countries making sure that they all wipe their ass yeah, the, okay, right the way, british yeah. way right. you are doing that the british
0: way son that's <laughs> it good lad that's it son yeah yeah
1: <laughs> two ply <plight>. two ply <laughs> but um now thanks for coming on the show man i appreciate that and uh thanks for killing an hour with us man Been great, been a pleasure. Uh, I look forward to the show. It's it's nice to be talking to Simon, man. It's it's really cool to be talking as myself. Yes. Will there be any more of your characters in the future? Is this the end of your other characters, or do you feel like you want to leave the door open? Not the end. Not the end.
0: Um you know that there's definitely when I do lee when I do Jason Bent you know I've flicked out a couple of of little mini things recently yeah. a couple of little vids Jason Bent saying, yeah you know am being a football. <laughs> um <laughs> um they always go down beautifully and as I say I've just yeah. come off the back of a very very big lee to or the biggest I've done so I think I'd be an idiot to to when I still giving me pleasure and people out there pleasure to say um that they are closed um, nice. But I need to know what their wiping technique is now in character. Uh, <laughs> Just saying, yeah. You know, when when you, you know, people want to know that, please <laughs> yeah. stand up or sit down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but I'm doing stand-up comedy. Ah, um see the link there. Ah, I see that. Very good. So, and, uh, so yeah, I, I, right. there, there is definitely life in the characters in the future. But for now, it's the the, the thing that I'm I'm, I'm concentrating on is, is, is me. And what about pranks? Dude, pranks! Please, for once a prankster, yeah. always a prankster. Please, I was understand. doing them at school, was doing them at university, was doing them. Now I'm in the real world. Is this it? Which is real. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. You're an adult
1: now. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. well, I love it. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you do pay tax, right? For yeah, the record, yeah, for the record, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, the pranks, of course. Yeah, man. I feel like. Bro, I don't. I feel like you play it down a little bit. Your pranks, like I know we're about to finish the episode, but bro, like I'll say it again. Secret Service. What did you say? You said you found out what their biggest secret was. What was the what did I say? That they're shit. I like, like, yeah, that yeah, yeah. When
0: I got around, them, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the yeah. Secret Service. Their secrets. Yeah, yeah shit. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> That's the secret.
1: <laughs> Please don't get shot doing that, no, <laughs> yeah. bruv. That's the only thing that I request. Don't, don't
0: get shot. I um. Well, he said, take him out to. Uh, he, oh, sorry, he didn't say take him out. He said get him out. He said get. When I went on, he said get him out. It was brilliant. Trump. We were already outside. Um, Like, dude, what? Everyone's like, dude, what do you mean, sir? We are already outside. How can we take him outside? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) And
1: and the ball stayed there as well for like a little while,
0: twenty minutes, um, while the security didn't know what to do because you know, in the playbook, there's like you know. What do we do if there is a terrorist? What do we do if there is a shooter? What if we do if there's no? What do we do if someone throws 100 swastikas and blazing golf balls at the president's feet while he's carried on talking? You know what do they do? So he's talking. Yeah. They didn't want to interrupt. The sweet thing was they stayed there. So while he was talking about you know Mexican rapists and talking about banning Muslims, um, the there were hundreds of swastikas around him and all his kids got up and talked as well and they were surrounded. they that they were in amongst them as well and then eventually they came along and the beautiful thing was they got on their hands and knees um the 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 secret service and um they put these swastika golf balls into make america great again caps it was a, it was beautiful <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fucking make it up! <laughs> oh, that's it, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show, pleasure, Simon. Pleasure. Man. Uh, what was that, Bill? What's up? What's up?
2: Um, you just mentioned about um, you done pranks at uni. Uh, didn't, didn't you
1: do a prank at uni? Oh yeah. Oh, we did a few pranks at uni. Yes. I mean, you got time for me to share now because you're gonna have better. You, have you got a good uni prank that you can share with us?
0: Have I got a good uni prank? No, you, you. I've um, talk, I've, I've been pretty
1: selfish talking about my pranks. It is over to you. I think we uh, we did a few. So we had a mate that left his room open all the time. Amazing. Yeah. And our our flat was a five minute walk from our front door so you had to to let somebody in you had to walk down some stairs across a <laughs> courtyard across another courtyard and go to a front door yeah so we worked out if he was really quick he'd have like an eight we'd have an eight minute window to fuck with his room so he had a nice. date that was coming over it was like first year amazing, like amazing. Loved. and he was always like oh mate i'm like the ladies man as soon amazing. as they come into my room it's fucking game over i'm like what chloroform <laughs> like, what? like what do you what's your technique he's like no man i'm just irresistible so um he left his room open as he went down to get this girl who was going to come over and watch a DVD or Netflix yeah, back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we had a big bag of, they call them monkey nuts, but just like the peanuts yeah, that you yeah, open. Yeah. So, a big bag of empty shells. So, we pulled back his bed sheets, poured the monkey nuts all over his bed sheets, and then smoothed over his beds, took his laundry out everywhere, spread it all over the room. And then we both, don't ask me how we timed it and saved it, but at uni, I feel like I could always just knock one of these out whenever. He took, uh, sh- took a shit in his toilet and okay, like, wiped our I don't know what you're about <laughs> to knock no, no, out here. No, no, no. Oh, fuck, we I just the best thing. We, just, oh, knocked we just, just, just knocked one out. We his pillow. I could I don't know how I timed it. Like, uh, what's yeah, it? <laughs> Dude, what are you putting in these monkey nuts? Mate, on site I could do it. Say, Go, yeah. but um, no. <laughs> We um, you're getting older now, bro. Don't just it's, no, it's don't waste it. it. <laughs> got to save it. Got to save it. Got to save it. <laughs> Once a week. Um, but um, yeah, we took a shit in his toilet, wiped our asses, and put the toilet paper around the side of the toilet so the, sh- the mountain of two shits Mate. were there in his toilet and this left was the seat up.
0: Days, obviously. Pre, pre- so well before I had days. my tonsils out and I had the codeine, so I was smooth. <laughs> Everything was running like clockwork. It's peak,
1: peak, peak shit time. so a massive shit, fucked his whole room up. uh and then like, yeah, I think we sat down in the living room, which, which was very close to his room, and we heard him walk up to his, his bedroom door and was like, yeah, you know, watch a film, DVD, transformers, have a cup of tea, open the door and you hear him go, yeah, oh, fuck. Amazing. And I think she stayed in the room for like 10 minutes. Apparently five of that was her trying to find a part of the bed that didn't crunch <laughs> when she sat on it. And then she said she wanted to use his bathroom real quick. Dude. went in there and apparently came out a few minutes later and was like yeah sorry yeah. gotta got, got go gotta be in his future I'm just not into like, guys <laughs> who don't flush yeah. plus like <laughs> your shit was two different colours like, look, it's, it's like two different people. shit who are you you fucking schizo shitter what the fuck um, so yeah that was one of our pranks but nice yeah one. man but that's not. it's nothing like beating a secret service though Bill fucking hell yeah but we we all start with those yeah. and then build up yeah, I yeah mean, if you um, ever need help bruv you ever, so <laughs> you ever need a brown <laughs> guy I need, need a brown, brown guy, guy, to guy on site I <laughs> 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 need a mixed race brother that can fill a toilet full of shit stat Yeah I'm your guy bruv Call me I, yeah. I don't know
0: when that's going to come in handy in 15 years time Who now knows. I knew he knew <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he knew one day dude you're not going to believe this how quickly <laughs> can you get here and how quickly you can produce the goods yeah yeah <laughs> Take me past some of these I'll be there in 5 Anyway thank you very much Simon for coming on the show we'll put links to everything about you on Nice the one. where nice. do we look for you on, on social media now do you want us to go for the Simon Brodkin ca- account then uh,
0: yeah yeah so there's Simon Brodkin, um there's a Facebook there's a Twitter there's um, about to be an Instagram because it's all just new and then yeah heading up to the Edinburgh Festival which is the Pleasance so you can go to the
1: Pleasance website and blah 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 cool I hope the show goes really well man you're more thank than you. welcome to come back when you've done a few more pranks and let us know how the show goes mate. thank you mate plenty of ways to kill some time out there thank you for you the listener for killing it with <laughs> us uh, make sure you Hit subscribe and uh, show us some love. Give us a review. I've been Marcus Bronzi. I have been Simon Brodkin as myself. Yeah, that's it. 100%. (laughs) Thank you for killing some time with us. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.